Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudins. I hope that you're all well. For over 20 years, the Fast and Furious franchise has given us big, high-octane action and first some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. And with the ninth instalment speeding into theatres and gaining all that box office gold, it's time for me to rank all 10 Fast and Furious movies from the worst to the best, including that big new ninth instalment. Now, of course, with my rankings, like I always say, this is just my opinion. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Tell me your favourite Fast and Furious movie, your worst, your favourite character, least favourite, all of that. Please make this be all about Fast and Furious in terms of it. Also, I am including the film Hobson Shaw because technically that is part of it with the title being Fast and Furious Presents. It's got to be one, hasn't it? One final thing before we get started, make sure you favourite and follow so you never miss any uploads and now the podcast channel is available on all streaming services including Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and so much more. So let's get into it as we rank all 10 Fast and Furious movies from the worst to the best. Starting with coming in at number 10 is Too Fast too furious paul walker is the only returning member of the sequel and listen it is still trying to find its feet it was still giving us them pure racing moments but it was a really really weak storyline it was so strange the fact that only paul walker was returning to the cast because it never felt like a sequel that was continuing the proven success of the first film Tyrese Gibson was a nice, you know, entry of bringing in the the comedy moment, but there were so many forgettable characters involved in this movie, and I felt that the storyline was very, very stereotypical and very, very similar to the first film. For me, it's not a good sequel, as it didn't get an immediate response from the audience where you people care about these characters and they're just sort of pushed to the side for the rest. Coming down number 9 is the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. The black sheep of the franchise is the last dominant racing film that we've got in the franchises. After this film, in terms of release dates, it moved more and more into the action. I like the new style of racing, I like the different setting that they bring uh, into this. And actually, you know, it's definitely nice to see this you know, franchise explore different characters. But once again, the only there was only one main character in Han that was linked to the rest of it. It never felt like a proper Fast and Furious link. The characters are very, very frustrating. Apparently, the, especially the love interest was not at all interesting for me. So I think one of the biggest things about this movie is just not having these redeeming characters, these redemptive characters, and the acting is just shocking. I'm looking at you, Sean Black. Coming at number 8, surprising, is Hobbs and Shaw. The first Fast and Furious series spin-off had all the stereotypes of a Fast and Furious film. It really contained them high-octane action, but I felt like it, it was trying to use their two big, well-commercial stars to get in there. It honestly felt like a continuation of Fast 7 and Fast 8 for me, so it didn't feel like it stuck in its original. It didn't really go for it massively. Idris Elba was very, very poor villain in terms of his villain's motives was very weak and stereotypical and I think the biggest focus was the comedy between Johnson and Statham and whilst they give the same energy it just wasn't written the best that they possibly can. 
Coming in at number seven is Fast and Furious. Justin Lin directs the fourth Fast and Furious film because, as like I mentioned before, it turns away from the racing aspect of the franchise and was started to focus immensely on the action. I really, really like the emotion that came out of this one. I felt like it was very, very different and obviously Letty's death surrounding that whole you know, reason to do it. But I think it made some really, really weak decisions with uh, Brian, so going back to the police and sort of this breaking apart. And once again, it didn't feel like it had that solid, solid villain that proved any, any, you know, big difficult. And it was all about the four main stars. We didn't see any of the other family that we have in the past two films. Coming in at number six is F9. The most recent film to be released is not a good Fast and Furious for me, film for me. Ever since Fast Five, I felt like they've been very, very consistent in terms of the main franchise. But for me, this there was just such a sudden shift to a more family-orientated story. Leads to a lack of these preposterous set pieces and what the Fast franchise has now commonly been you know, stereotyped with is, is big action sequences, not having these thought-provoking stories. It was nice to see other cast members from previous installments. They definitely felt like they were closing out and didn't really bring some new characters. Cena didn't really do much for me as, as Jacob. I find him very, very frustrating. I find his performance being not very emotional. He didn't seem like he could really change his emotions, which was really, really bad. And his character art was very, very predictable, especially at that last scene. Kicking us off in the top five is The Fate of the Furious. The eighth installment is a very very different fast and furious movie what it did really well was obviously see the psychological side of dom keeping you guessing with that mysterious side about why has he turned against his family for me i really really enjoyed furious 7 and the emotional art that it ended on so i felt massively worried about this but it kept giving us some fantastic action sequences and you know mind-blowing stuff where it was fantastic but not too crazy it's keeping us surprised and I think it is a nice way of complimenting this large cast now and definitely changing cast. Missing out the top three for me is The Fast and the Furious. The first film in this franchise and actually the first movie I ever ever reviewed on my site from Review Central. So it's, it's, a, it's a great film for me to sort of talk about here. This really sets the bar for these other films in the car racing you know, element is something we've never, never seen before. So it was a really, really nice switch up that I don't think a lot of people were predicting in, in sort of them times. Diesel and Walker really worked fantastically well together, had a great, you know, chemistry. And also Rodriguez and Brewster really sized up to the men, which showed a lot more girl power. For me, it is a very, very decent racing movie focused solely on the racing and not how many mad action sequences they can do. Kicking us off in the top three is Fast and Furious 6. Justin Lin directs the sixth adventure and this one was, had a very, very clear storyline. It was a very easy storyline. Rodriguez is brought back into the franchise, which I think was really, really cool. And also, you know, the chemistry between the cast was really, really starting to come through here. They had more solid and memorable characters, but also didn't take risk with, you know, killing off certain characters. I do think the ending was predictable i think that last sequences was really really weak for me but it, it, it kept its dominance kept building it up which i think was really really good this down the top spot for me is furious 7 the sadly the final film to star paul walker is a lot more of an emotional scene and of course I had to change that dramatically uh, which was a really really sad way for me 
I think it made the the whole sort of story and the plot really full circle. I felt like they they sort of had like a mini trilogy in the last three films, so coming together in a really really nice way. The action sequences once again are brilliant, and finally we had a very very good memorable villain in Deckard Shaw, and obviously seeing that chemistry between him and Dwayne Johnson was something really really nice and refreshed, and added added a really nice style to the Fast franchise. But coming down to number one is Fast Five. The first film to star Dwayne Johnson had a really engaging storyline, this heist, and seeing all of these cast members come together for one big adventure, which I was a massive, massive fan of. You truly appreciate every single cast member that they've got. And also, you know, build up more storylines and new storylines for different characters, which was very, very good. And I think one of the biggest biggest positives for me is that it kept with that action but also kept a great chemistry between the whole cast and brought it in to a really engaging film that they just kept being very very dominant after this one so that is it for the ranking of all 10 fast and furious movies let me know what your favorite fast and furious movie like i said on my podcast dedicated instagram frc underscore podcast favorite follow so you never miss any of the other content that we do as we are moving very very swiftly in the summer movie season so a lot more content is going to be put on the channel and very very intrigued and interested to see what you guys will enjoy i don't know what the next podcast will be about and everything that you love see you in a bit